Hey guys, I'm Joe. And I'm Priscilla. And welcome to the Take the Leap podcast, where we talk about everything from running a business to marriage to morning routines, health, and faith. Encouraging you to trust God and take the leap in your life. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's going on, Take the Leap fam? It's your host, Joe. And Priscilla. And we are back with another episode. And today we are going to be talking to you guys a little bit about just uh, how to keep your bodies healthy and just how that directly impacts um, the amount of like energy you have throughout the day, just like depending on what you eat. Mm -hmm. And your whole, just really your whole life, all facets of your life. So really quick, I'm going to put this out there. Um, If talking about foods triggers you in a negative way and you struggle with things like this just know that we're not coming across in that way um we're coming across this not in a way of looking great and perceive perceivement we're coming across in a way of feeling physically good inside your body and your body being well and healthy and how that correlates with diseases like depression and alzheimer's and diabetes and different things right yeah so just and, saying. I mean, this is something I'm like. I know it's hyped. a touchy su- subject yeah. for some people, but we're we're coming we're coming hype. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like this is something I'm like hyped to talk about because this is something that I just like enjoy and I just like it's something I, I just like study for fun in my free yeah. time. Um, gotta be honest though, I don't know if you guys have like all been through this, but with this whole quarantine thing, not being able to work out and stuff, it's made yeah. me a little lazy. It's cool. it's, uh I'm feeling a little bit on the uh, heavier side, so I don't know if you guys can uh, resonate with that, but... You feel lethargic, you yeah. know, like energy. We're getting but, back but, into it. But and we're not going to talk about working out no, in this one. No, we're not, but I do want to just state that something that we've been doing is just eating a little bit cleaner the last couple of weeks, and it has made all the difference in how we feel and how we function and just like our, our general energy levels. Right, so we feel like health is a multi pronged multi multi level thing but today we're going to focus on food and Correct. something that has blown our minds recently and something that has mainly captivated me big time joe knew a lot of this before but i started really being super mind blown and reading books and books and books on this believe it or not is the crazy insanity that is processed refined sugars and processed and refined carbs and What's funny, guys, is I told her a lot of this stuff, and she kind of, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then she started reading these books from all these doctors. Well, because here's the thing. You told me this (laughs) stuff, but you didn't link it to the seriousness that it can outcome, right? Like, it's one thing to be like, well, I don't want to be overweight, but it's another thing to be like, do I want to have a heart attack? Do I want to be more at risk for alzheimer's of course not right but that's the thing like once you realize that it's linked to all of that it's like holy freaking crap i want to eat that anymore you know i thought thought it was common sense but that's because i I did so much research on it that's right you know so we're gonna kind of more or less try to summarize that research um so really quick basic what is processed sugar and what is processed or refined carbs what does Um, that mean well, yeah, so first off, I want to say, you get don't worry, examples. I'm not going to get, like, too science-y here, like, and use big words, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like this is something that is a uh, very information-dense topic, and... We're going to keep it as plain as possible. Yeah, it's just something that I'm going to try just to, like, kind of speak about, like, with, you know, like, 
I guess what is it like science for dummies? I guess. You know, like we're dummies. Books. I mean, I am though sometimes like <laughs> with certain things, but this I just happen to know about. Um, so what was the question then? Priscilla? The question was, what is processed sugar and what is processed carbs or refined sugar, refined carbs? What what is that? Okay, so anything like that is um, basically like a a simple. Um, so it's hard to explain. There's there's simple and there's complex carbs, right? So those simple carbs such as like your white breads, your processed um, processed carbs, I guess you could say. Like let's say you want to have a Hot Pocket, right? That's processed, refined, right. anything like that. So anything that, that's not real. Yeah, anything that's not real in a way. They like, can pick up off the ground. Correct. And then you got your complex carbs, like, you know, carbs that you get from vegetables and just different things like that, like healthier, natural, grown, like things like that. Right. Um, basically, what everything that... Everything processed. Yeah, all the processed stuff, all the refined stuff... All that's going to do is, one, it makes it a lot more difficult for your body to break down those sugars, mm-hmm. okay? And secondly, it it kind of, um, it just like, if you don't use all the energy, because your body stores carbs, right, as energy, it's okay to like have a certain amount of carbs and use that like in the gym or something like that, like for just natural energy. But once you take in too many carbs of like that unhealthy like carbs and you're not using it at the right time of day, et cetera then it just stores and turns into fat. And sugar. And it breaks, it down. Into it breaks sugar. down to sugar first and then goes into fat. Yeah. Right. So sugar, essentially, processed sugar is anything that is is not naturally occurring. For example, fruit has sugar, right? But that's not processed. It's sugar that is naturally occurring in that fruit. Correct. Or honey, and for even, example, even is processed. Much. Yeah. Of course, of course. Anything in excess is horrible. But yeah. we're just... What we're trying to say is, yeah, for I'm you to know, to, I'm, I'm just trying to like kind of set the pace. Yes, people just, don't yeah. know what the heck process is. They don't know what that means. Honey yeah. is a processed sugar, in case you didn't know. Agave is processed sugar. Anything that has been through something, honey is made by bees. It has been processed. You get what I'm saying? Or processed by humans, whatever. All of that is considered processed sugar. And then processed carbs can quickly turn into sugar as well. Correct. And that's the only thing I just wanted to say before, like, yeah. was just like that. I mean, even if you still have, like, healthy carbs, like, eating too many of them will still turn and store into fat. Into, so, yeah. So, I just wanted to, like, make that of known. Of course, of course, of <laughs> I'm course. Sure, I'm sure it's common sense, but just in case. Anything in excess is, is too much, right? You can't just live off of vegetables, but you yeah. can't just live off of, right? You know, so anything in excess is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Now, this is where this comes into play, right? You might feel like, well, but I don't eat that much processed stuff. I don't eat that much sugar. Like, fun, like, surprise, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) L government doesn't really, they're kind of jerks, okay? And, and like, do you remember the the food industry? Yes. What's, yeah, what is that? The average amount of sugar that the common American eats is seven ounces. Now, just to put that into a visual for you. What's that comparable to? Eight ounces is a glass. You know, they say you have to drink eight ounces, you know, one glass is eight ounces of of water. So that's that's a lot of sugar that you're like downing per day. Literally an ounce away. So imagine taking a freaking measuring cup, one cup, putting one little ounce less and filling that up with table sugar. That's about the average of sh- amount of sugar that the American consumes in one day. Which you might be thinking, well, Priscilla, I only put two teaspoons of sugar in my coffee in the morning and I never have sugar the rest of the day. LOL. Little do you know, nope. 
There's sugar and freaking everything. Well, there's sugar and fruits, which is normal, you know, then... Which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Those are like a little bit more of healthy sugars, but they're still sugar nonetheless. Then, one thing that got us, and we saw this a few weeks ago, mind which... Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, and I think you're gonna... Well, there's two of them, actually. Yeah. First one I want to go over, peanut butter. Holy moly. Did you ever think that there was sugar inside of natural Jif peanut yeah, butter? Yeah, we were buying natural peanut butter. Because I know that some peanut butters, they have trans fats. So we were trying to get the good peanut butter. And they freaking have sugar in them. Why? I don't know. It's freaking peanuts. I don't know. That does not make sense. So, yeah, you're right. That is one. The well, one obviously, that, Priscilla knows the second one. That, the second yeah, one that super, super blew our mind. Because this is the thing. I started realizing this. So, I started purging. I, I started looking at the ingredients in every single thing that we were eating. And... Pretty much all of them had sugar. Awful. (laughs) Pretty much all of them had sugar. But one that really got me was we love those little Tyson chicken strips. You know the ones you feed your kids and you eat and you stick in the microwave? Okay, they had sugar. Why does chicken have sugar? It's not even sweet. Probably the breading is my guess, but it's, yeah. What the hell? Sugar. And then also you, you think, oh, rotisserie chicken, some of them have freaking sugar. Why? Why? So Priscilla didn't actually answer the one that I thought that she was going to answer. What? Oh, for me, the chicken blew my mind. Okay. Well, this is going to bring it right back home. (laughs) Toothpaste. Oh, yeah. Toothpaste Toothpaste has sugar. Yeah. Explain. And I mean, you're not swallowing toothpaste, but don't dentists always say like, well, if you drink too many sugary drinks, it's in your teeth and then you're Mm, rotting your teeth. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Well, I mean, you're supposed to be brushing your teeth with sugar. That don't make sense. I'm sure it's a small amount, but that's just weird. Yeah. That's something that we have to do a little more research in, but it's, it's crazy. Like look at your toothpaste tube and like do research on it. I guarantee it has probably some sugar. Yeah. It's called sorbitol. Which yeah. is probably the worst because your body cannot break down sorbitol at all. It clogs. I think yeah. they said Just it don't like eat clogs. It, I guess, but it's, still, not good for your teeth. I'm guessing it can be good for you. Anyways, more of the story is our challenge to you: go through your kitchen and see just how much stuff you did not expect to have sugar. Have sugar, like ridiculous. And then also, you can't just look for the word sugar. There's a lot of words. For sugar, like stuff that words. isn't like glycerin, like you know, sin, like you know, in, anything like that. Yeah. Or O's. Oh yeah. Oh, glucose. Yeah. Um, O. I think might be one. Just look it up. And if you see things like agave, like we said before, that's also a processed sugar, so that's also not good. Yeah, there's lots and lots of things like yeah, that. stevia. They they just hide they know. hide the facts sometimes with like other words that you know when you're yeah. reading it. Oh, it, especially like one thing I want you guys to stay away from. Oh, that's what it was. High fructose corn syrup, Holy like moly. hydrogenated, um, hydrogenated. Oil, yeah, hydrogenated oil. That's awful in popcorn. Yeah, stuff that they serve in movie, in and movie we'll get theater to butter. We'll get to fats. Yeah, we're on sugar for right now. I'm not there. We'll I'm getting we'll carried get away. I know. We're we're but. we're freaking out. This is like this is like when you find out like the deep dark secrets of like aliens exist. This is how we feel about sugar. We're like holy freaking you know, moly. The, the government's gonna contact us. We're, if we don't if we don't post next week, guys, we've been kidnapped <laughs> for exposing kidnapped. all exposing these secrets. Them. But think about it, and I'm, I know this is gonna y'all talk crap all you want. I don't care. But think about it. Ready? <clears throat> Do you know what a big industry diseases are? Let's just talk about this for a second, okay? When you get sick, what does a doctor do? Do they really try to fix the problem? Seriously, think about this for a second. They don't. They put you on some type of drug. You know how much money the the whole world makes off of you being sick on drugs? So, I mean, I'm not too surprised that everything has sugar because, A, they're trying to make everything taste good so that you buy it, and, B, it makes you sick, so you end up buying 
more drugs and looking for more health care and buying all these, you know, things. So it's essentially, it's a big, to me, I think the reason why foods are so bad is because it's a big money-making industry. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> like, yeah. you're sicker, so you got to get more medicine. You know how much money is spent on diabetes every single year? A lot. A freaking shit ton. <laughs> they, they put all these things in... in all these drinks and everything that yeah. like you possibly can consume and then all of a sudden you get fat and then you're sick and then you gotta go to the doctor not even that you get insulin resistance no. you're on diabetes that's the you worst go to the doctor so i do i, I kind of want to explain that just a little bit and you know it's been a while since i have brushed up on like my knowledge on insulin resistance but let me just state that one when you get fatter like the fatter you get the more insulin that's resistant you say, become. But that's bad no, to but say. I'm serious. But like me, like for instance, like I have trouble like losing fat sometimes. Like and it, I have noticed like the the heavier I am, like and I'm just being honest, like the heavier that I am, like I notice it's a lot harder to lose weight. And then as you get like lighter and like you shed off some of that like weight, then it becomes easier. And on top of that, like you become less insulin resistant. And, and less becomes, hungry. You're less yeah. hungry all the time, too. Exactly. Like, so all that means by insulin resistance is that you're able, your body's able to absorb the nutrients out of that and, you know, get rid of the rest a lot easier. So if you're resistant, your body can't know, it doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. You and could I, I mean, be done, but yeah. it keeps, it's being blocked. Yeah. And I mean that in like the nicest of ways. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I am struggling with that currently. Like, I feel like I'm a good, you know, 40, 50 pounds overweight. Like, based on where I should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm there. <laughs> but it, it, the thing is, I forgot what the statistic was of how many, what percentage of Americans have type 2 di- diabetes, and then what percentage are pre-diabetic. It's like the bulk of the freaking population yeah. is pre- in pre-diabetes, which is terrible. It, it's awful. Pretty much, like, what they put in stuff, like, it, well, it doesn't help you lose weight. It doesn't help like, you even live well. Yeah. It doesn't help your energy. It doesn't help your performance with your kids. It doesn't help your performance. It doesn't help anything. Your sex drive, your, like, work performance. Yeah, all, all of your nothing. hormones, everything. Like, <laughs> it just affects everything you. very negatively. And it's like, I don't know, like, that's like one thing. plastic. We, that's one thing we've noticed, too, is, like, coming off of a lot of, like, harsh sugars and just, like, you Carbs. know, switching a lot of our foods and our processed, you know, f- refined foods to more natural, organic stuff. We've noticed that, you know, one, you'll go through, like, a mini withdrawal in the oh, beginning. Oh, they're so terrible. Yeah. It, so terrible. It's bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's terrible. You'll get my. Sometimes you get migraines. Very bad headaches. Maybe diarrhea. You can be grouchy, rude. It's like coming off of a drug. And in that's way, another yeah. thing I want to say. So when we did like research. we firsthand, like, felt that, like, for, like, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And it's terrible. And Joe was so mean. It was horrible. (laughs) Joe was very upset. But yeah, so you basically, um, sugar essentially, now this is what's crazy. They have shown that sugar activates the same pathways as drug usage. So it's the same as using heroin. They compared it to cocaine, all these things, right? And you you would think that's crazy, right? But being like high on sugar is the equivalent of being drunk, like you know, you can't get pulled over for it, but it's just as bad. So they did a study where they got rats that were addicted to cocaine. This blew my mind. So they had rats that were addicted to cocaine. And when they were offered between the option of having cocaine or sugar water, they went for the freaking sugar water over the cocaine. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What the hell? 
that's ridiculous. So yeah, so if expect if you clean up your diet, expect to go over through withdrawals. It's a real thing, and it's gonna happen. And Just it's saying. not easy. It and be prepared. Really not easy. The what, the best thing you could possibly do is like throw kinda, everything away. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Literally. No. Well, no. Like you have to get rid of it all. I think I think it is important to allow yourself to slowly come off of it if you I, have to. I threw almost all of it away. I know, but I am saying like it. Like for me, like I'm a big, very big um, chocoholic. <laughs> I but really we love chocolate. It. No, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like now, instead of like having like normal chocolate, like you know, very unhealthy, like processed chocolate, like now we're doing like dark some chocolate. like organic dark chocolate, and it took some time to get used to. But it's the same thing with our coffee. Slowly coming off of like adding sugar, like adding less and less sugar each time Until you drink the coffee. There's no sugar. Because we're coffee addicts as well. Right. Which is not bad. Coffee's no. not bad for you. It's great it's for not. you, actually. Once you start adding in all that stuff, it becomes bad. Right. But so now I'm to the point where I can actually drink coffee with no sugar, believe it or not, which is impressive to me, for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what we did is we purged our whole um pantry and our fridge and everything of all processed everything and this is another thing okay we are saying organic now buying annie's organic cheddar bunnies okay is still a freaking processed thing whether it's organic or not so really what you're what you're trying to focus on is not having anything that is processed things that you cannot identify what they are right like an apple it's an apple you know a little bunny cheddar bunny what is that what is that? So it's more of like eating real whole foods. Yeah, pretty much. Like, especially like something that I've done too is like when you're craving like sugars, I would just go for like like fruits. I love fruits. Yeah. So instead, like that usually like cures my, my craving or, for sugar. Um, having high fat in your diet really lowers your cravings, which we're going to get into. Right, We might as well jump into it right now. Yeah. Fat. So let's talk about fat, okay? A lot of people This going to be a little bit longer of an episode, guys, but yeah. Should we split them? No. Well, we can do it all in one. Okay. So we'll try to finish the food thing, I guess. So yeah. fat. Fat is very important. Fat is very big time demonized um, in society today. There's a lot of things that can show you when the country started to shift away from fat and do low, low fat or no fat. You can see that a lot of diseases were boosted up as well. So it did nothing good for anybody, essentially. So margarine, terrible. Do not freaking Awful. use margarine. Use butter. There's nothing wrong with freaking butter. There's yeah. nothing wrong with these things, okay? Fat yeah, like is a phenomenal. a few weeks ago, like, I did, like, kind of dive into this, I think, where I talked about, like, healthy fats. It's basically saturated versus unsaturated fats. And it's, like, when, when you eat something that's a saturated fat, think of it like it's saturated with fat right and it's like a rock almost like in in little cells right and it's really difficult for your body to break that down and then unsaturated fats are those healthy fats that your body's able to break down really easily mm-hmm. you know it's unsaturated with like you know all the bad stuff if you like i'm trying to like word yeah. it the best i it's can un- yeah and it's unsaturated so your body's able to use it for energy now a lot easier what is the difference between a saturated and unsaturated fat of of what they are like what is a saturated example it would essentially be more like a processed thing margarine is fake it has been fat that has been taken out modified isn't even freaking fat anymore yeah literally it's not even fat exactly so you want things that are close like i said again something you can identify olive oil it's olives you can identify what olive oil is fat 
is dairy. It is you can identify it, right? So you want things that you can essentially trace very easily back to a source because it is the source, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So fats are really important. Um, and then again, that also leads me into this whole thing where um, a lot of people think that it's bad to have red meat because of all the fats and because meat is going to give you heart attacks. That is not true at all. Um, meat is not in any way linked to heart attacks. Processed foods is linked to heart attacks because it's linked to inflammation, like Joe said, right? These things that are processed, your body cannot break them down. It can't get the nutrients as well from it. So what happens is that increases inflammation in your body and that is directly linked to heart diseases. It's directly linked to Alzheimer's, to depression to all these things and it's just it's incredible so fat is great so we recommend having meat because well you know in the books that we've studied and stuff um having good meat is is very important so we try to only eat grass-fed for the sole reason that grass-fed is a much higher quality of fat it has good omega fatty acid proportions and ratios because the, the yeah it's like the omega-3s like right i can tell they're you they're not out of balance yeah i can tell you that like a lot of the fat like a lot of the foods that you eat that like may have fat in it like you do need a certain amount like you do need to hit a certain amount every single day of like omega-3s and dhls and just all those little things in there um they, they are really important just for stabilizing and leveling out like your hormone levels and yeah. just allowing your metabolism and your body to run properly. And it keeps you full. I mean, That's fat true. satiates. Well, fat, protein is the highest satiating um, thing. So anything like protein that you eat, that will be first. And it also has like the highest thermic effect. Then after that, it's fat and With then good carbs. Fats, good fats. Yeah, good and fats. good carbs like having broccoli and high fibrous things um a good rule of thumb that i read in one of my books was to eat the rainbow <laughs> eat things that are colorful all day right you want orange things carrots you want green things broccoli spinach grapes, purple grapes are purple yeah. or red onion or so you want to eat variety of things Meats that are, are red <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to think eat things that are variety that or, are wholesome. like organic things that like you know fake stuff hasn't been pumped into to grow it faster right so you know hasn't been modified doesn't have pesticides stuff like that that's why like some people say red meat is like so bad for you it's and not. it's not true it's the all the fake red meat that you know there is like that they they feed like certain like pesticides too and, and like, they inject you know, the cows and yeah it's just it's that's the bad stuff it's a mess so yeah. it's good to have grass-fed and organic and then we also super recommend having wild-caught um, seafood because wild-caught seafood again it was out in the ocean getting great nutrient nutrients and doing all these things having again an abundance of of things that they eat because there's some there's energy transference so when you eat something that ate great its whole life it's gonna transfer some of that energy to you so we hope that this was helpful for you and that's pretty much all we have for you today on food go ahead and research it yourself as well there's it's fascinating there's a lot of really good books on it and yeah we hope that this episode was helpful to you guys and that it helps just uh give you a little bit of insight and just helps you to take the leap in your life and you know if if that's something that you want to prioritize right now is just your health that it just helps you take that step so if you want you guys can give us a follow at take the leap podcast and if you have any questions just reach out to us or dm us and we'll be more than happy to answer those for you and as always if you guys have any uh, topic ideas that you want us to cover just let us know and we will see you guys in the next one take care